0: This is Move Out The Way with Alicia Lee and Angelina Rosario. This podcast was created to clear your path and balance your mind, body, and soul. Oh, Jamie, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yes. So we are so excited today. We have a special guest. Um, We'll be interviewing Jamie Lee Ruiz. And so a little insight on Jamie. So, Jamie's a professional dancer who spent five years dancing for the Miami Heat, and that's actually where we all met, full circle. <laughs> and she danced for many artists, including Pipple, Chris Brown, Becky G, Tyga, Christina Aguilera, and most recently, Super Bowl with j It's <laughs> amazing. That is so amazing, Jamie. It's Hearing so- all
1: that back, how does that feel, right? feels good. I'm like, wow, what a resume. right it is I don't want to sit there and like say that those things or like listen to someone say that about me so hearing it I'm like
0: okay great job it's amazing amazing. so you're obviously incredibly talented and an amazing dancer as you can tell with with who you've danced for and so I know I admire her when she was I was like can I just get two of (laughs) those moves So, Jamie, one of the reasons we were really excited and wanted to have you on this show is because we know how big you are into self-care mindfulness and spirituality. And that's what this show is all about. And we really just want to hear your story. And I know that you've mentioned that self-care and meditation and all of these practices has really helped tame your anxiety. And especially while you were dancing on some of the world's biggest stages with the biggest artists out there, and so you've taken these practices now to the next level, and you're working as a personal development, self love, and spirituality coach. So this is all amazing stuff, and we just have so many questions for you.
1: Ask away. This is my first. I'm,
0: I'm already excited. I'm gonna tell you what I'm excited. Because I, I think in a spiritual walk, everybody makes it sound like we're supposed to be these saints, these nuns, and uh, we're not supposed to be doing any of it. And when you hear your resume and being able to do that spiritual walk at the same time, that's what I want to know. Yeah. Because there's this thing, I'm like, I know I use and people are like, oh, she's a witch. What is going <laughs> on here? You know? And then I curse. I use, oh, yeah. I, I definitely use this fuck word a lot for every, I don't know why it's just, Okay, this episode's automatically uh, explicit. <laughs> I'm like, can I curse on here? Because I'm going to. Yes, you can. Yes, 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 yes. This, thank you. goes. Thank you. We're gonna get vulnerable. We're gonna open up. We're gonna get real. We're trying to show people that spirituality doesn't look a certain way. It's inside of all of us, and we say this all the time. But spirituality is in all of us, and so we look completely different. And when you think of spirituality, you think of people dressed a certain way or a certain race, or you think super religious, but it doesn't have to be that way. And like you twerk and dance and you're you, yeah, and, and that's what's it. amazing. And so you're exactly what we want It's beautiful sure.
1: inside and out. Wow. Just invite me back anytime you want <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tell me more. Stop it. Tell me more. (laughs)
0: So, we do want to dive into some questions that we have here. And we want you to first share your story. What brought you on this journey of personal development and growth, meditation, all of it? What brought you here?
1: Okay, so I actually growing up was super religious. Like I went to a private Christian school since I was three years old, all the way up until eighth grade. Then after eighth grade, I went to a public high school for performing arts, but I still would go to Christian church every weekend. And I was just like Christian girl, hardcore. I had like this relationship to God, like the God that you knew of growing up that looked a certain way. About eight years ago when my dad passed away, I felt like that would have been the time where I would have felt the most connected to God. And I didn't, I didn't feel connected at all. And it was so weird. And I just felt so a little bit like lost and confused and empty. I'm like, okay, this is strange. Like, everything I thought I knew this relationship I had with God, I don't feel that anymore. And I and I want to connect to something because I just lost my dad and I feel lost. So that got me on this research, seeking for something to connect to process. And I would just I would go online and I would look up articles like how to heal anxiety or like just any anything that felt like something I could connect to, I would go online and look. And I found all these articles and and videos and things about meditating. And I was like, okay, this feels like something I could kind of get into. And then it's really interesting because Then it came to me, growing up, my dad used to meditate all the time. Like I have this vision of going into his bedroom and he would be sitting in his bed, like sitting upright against the headboard with his eyes closed and I would run in there and bother him and be like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm meditating. I'm like, what is that? He's like, just go like, I'll be there in a (laughs) minute." It was the weirdest thing. I never understood, but then when I started finding things about meditation, it clicked for me. I was like, "Oh my god, my dad used to do this. This is crazy. It like, is he trying to send me a message? Like, wow. I need to look into this." So I looked into it and I started just meditating every day. And it was the hardest thing for me because I had so much anxiety. I struggled with so much anxiety, but that's how I knew I needed to do it. And it was hard because people with anxiety have all these thoughts and all of these feelings and you can't sit still and all the things that go through your head. But the fact that my dad used to do it all the time and then he passed away and then it was showing up for me. I'm like, no, I need to figure this out and I need to stick to it. And I did. And it just opened up the door for so many other things. And all of these spiritual aspects that I didn't know about before. And I just went down the spirituality spiral and, now I'm like a bitch. Yes, 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 yes.
0: Oh my god! I just want to say right away, I saw when you post, you did a post, a blog post about your meditation and the anxiety, and I connected so much to it. And I think that's when I really started messaging you about meditation <laughs> and knew that you were on the same journey that I was because I've been on it for years too. But you don't really realize other people are on it. And then when you did that blog post and I read through it, I was like, I relate to all of this. And so thank you for putting that out there, because I know that it takes a lot to be vulnerable and to share and to tell people you have anxiety. And like, I really struggle with my anxiety too. And the meditation has helped me. So thank you.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. It's scary being vulnerable and sharing it, but then it feels so good when you get past that hump of fear and share it and everyone relates to you. You're like, okay. This is how I know this is my purpose because I'm connecting to so many people and so many other people feel this way. Like this is where I need to be at, you know?
0: I love what you shared with us because I do believe when the student is ready, the teacher appears, you know, we've heard this before. And to hear that your dad actually used to meditate and you come from a Christian background, I think there was glimpses like all on the journey and you just didn't know what it was. But for me, was God showing you, this is the journey. That I'm about to take you on and I think there's so many times that we kind of miss it mm-hmm. but it's right in front of our face like these small little glimpses absolutely to- for you to be able to get that I, I applaud you yeah yeah that's the beautiful yeah. that's beautiful
1: it's crazy it's usually right there in front of your face and you're just so caught up in the external world that you can't even see it and I feel like that's what spirituality is is like anything that can guide you back to yourself and take you away from the external world and like connect to yourself like and what spirituality is for me yes. so that you don't miss those signs and messages you know
0: what are your rituals because you said to bring you back
1: definitely meditation as often as possible at least once a day and i do different kinds of meditation sometimes i'm like okay i i'll ask myself intuitively like what do i need today what am i feeling like do i need a guided meditation do i need to lay down do i need to sit down do i need to do something that's going to get me grounded? Am I seeking answers? Do I need to do a meditation where like I receive a message? You know, I just kind of ask myself what I need, but definitely every day I meditate. Sometimes it's just like sitting there in silence and breathing. Even if it's for 10 breaths, that's all I have. Anything that will have time with myself to connect to myself. So yeah, meditation is the biggest thing. Also journaling is huge for me. I also try to do that every day. It's just like putting pen to paper is just different because you can sit there and you can talk to yourself in your head and and have conversations with yourself. But when you actually write it out, it's almost like it just happens for you. Like information just gets put out on this paper. And when you look back, you're like, damn, I did not even know I felt that way. Good to know. Yes, yes, yes. So that's a huge one for me too. And then just honestly, just like anything that will get me in like a good vibe or like reminds me who I am or remind me to tap back into myself. So I love podcasts. I love reading. I love listening to music. That puts like puts me in a good mood. So those are my non-negotiables. Success does leave clues.
0: Mm-hmm. As we're speaking to more spiritual awakening people, coaches, and you ask that same question, they have very similar rituals. Success leaves clues. So folks please listen. Yeah. It
1: mm-hmm. works. Sorry. I have another one that I just recently got into and it's been a game changer for me. And I don't know if you guys do this. Share. Share. <laughs> share, please share. Have you guys tried breath work yet?
0: I have not tried it, A real true breath work. When I tell you game changer, okay. game changer. I see it all over yeah, your body see, language right now. It. Send it. We'll also put it in the bottom of the show notes, like send it.
1: Yeah it sounds easy. Like you just have to sit there and breathe a specific way and they'll teach you how to do it. But it is so hard. The first five minutes are so hard because my mind tells me like, this doesn't feel good. This is uncomfortable. Stop doing this. I don't like it. And I, I actually hate the first five minutes, but when I get past the first five minutes, all of a sudden I go to this place and I'm so relaxed. And like all of the feelings that I was holding onto that didn't like in the first five minutes, just like, go. it feels like years of therapy, just. I'll bring it on. 30 minutes. And then when it's over, you just lay there and you're like floating. It's the best. Ooh, it's solved. So, who Solve. needs a blunt? It sounds like you just need a breathing technique. <laughs> 100%. It's the feeling of being high. You just have to like push yourself to breathe a specific way. And that might be a little uncomfortable for a while. But when you're done, you're like, ah.
0: I'm going to try it tonight. I'm here for <laughs> And make sure you send that link over. I will. Uh- <laughs> Heck yeah, game changer. <laughs> I, yeah. you me. I'll try anything at this point. You know, I'm here for all of it. I am open. <laughs> so Jamie, how has this journey
1: changed your life? Okay. So I feel like before this journey, I was, like I said, so caught up in the external world. Like I was a victim to everything that was happening to me. I was affected by everyone and everything that was happening in my life. I didn't know what real happiness was. I didn't know what peace was. I had so much anxiety. I experienced a lot of depression. And I just think that going down this journey, you learn to heal all the things inside of you that cause all those negative feelings and you feel them and heal them one by one. until you release them. And it's like, it's like, you have like all these little weights sitting inside of you and one by one, you're like, you can go you can go and then you just feel so much lighter and you don't have all these heavy burdens and traumas sitting inside of you taking up space. So I think that it's changed my life because I've been able to look at and heal so many things that I've held on to for so long that just don't serve me anymore. You know, it feels good to like let them go and just be happy and peaceful and free. I happy. love that. You're just getting Thank it good you for thoughts. sharing this.
0: And Jimmy, who is your, I guess, your go to spiritual teacher?
1: I have a couple. I love Gabby Bernstein. We love Gabby. Yes, we do. Yeah, Gabby's my girl because a friend of mine gave me the book, The Universe Has Your Back. And that oh, was, yes. it. yeah, that was like a first like shift for me where I was like, whoa, you know, when it like clicks and you're just going yeah. through everything you just read? That was Gabby for me. After that book, I was like, oh, I'm ready to dive into this shit (laughs) yes Uh, yes so I love Gabby who else do I love I love Deepak Chopra he has like Mm -hmm. best guided meditations those are like my two biggest ones I would say
0: and why would you say that your favorite ones
1: I don't know I just connect to them you know there's so many people there's so many like spiritual sisters and and everyone is doing and saying and teaching great things, but you just like connect to certain ones for whatever reason, they just speak to you differently. So those two, I think like just speak to my soul the most.
0: I love it. (laughs) I totally get that too, because we have our differences, some of our teachers and I'm a big Gabby fan. And typically most of my teachers are female. Like I gravitate more to the female energy where I'm such a masculine energy. I got it. (laughs) Yeah. Like deep too. Yeah. I Nigeria do be in between. And I don't know, there's spiritual teachers. Well, oh, I guess Les Brown. I'm big on Also yeah, awesome And um, Napoleon Hill, role. I think, is where a lot of the law of attraction started. Yeah. So I'm really big on manifestation as well.
1: Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Another <it>. episode <laughs> Everyone in my family, we just all grew up religious. Like actually everyone grew up Catholic. I grew up Catholic, but then my parents put me in a Christian school. So I was the only Christian actually. And I grew up and I kept being Christian while the rest of my family was still Catholic. There was like, that's where the difference already started. <laughs> so
0: Latina, I, guess I, I understand. Realized, hold on.
1: We have a Cuban-Venezuelan, a Puerto
0: Rican-Dominican, and a Chinese-Jamaican, all in one show. So we,
1: this is Miami. <laughs> this <laughs> is yeah. Miami right now. No, that is Miami. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, so nobody in my family was really spiritual. I think that I've now like introduced it to my family. And so it's like sprinkling. That's
0: beautiful. So being in the entertainment world, because I think we're all in the entertainment world, how do you apply these practices in an industry that could be total opposite from spirituality?
1: It was hard for me for a while because I think that being in the industry, you get influenced so easily to be a certain way, act a certain way, do certain things, hang out with certain people or feel like you need to be here or there, you know, like all of that. So I think that for a while I struggled and I would like give into the industry or like want to be cool or want to be seen or all of those things. But it was just like, the more I practiced, the more I was so solid in who I was and in my shit. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually you're you're less influenced by it. And then it's like, you can bring your spirituality to the industry as opposed to like, the industry take you away from your spirituality, you know?
0: A hundred percent. We were just having a conversation about how you know that you're finally at peace when you don't fear the missing out. You choose to stay in versus go out because that's what your spirit wants to do. And you're mm-hmm. at peace staying at home and missing the party. And
1: was a real, a real thing. thing. Yeah. I had a real home for a long time. Oh, no, yes. I
0: get it. It's a real thing. And it's hard living in a city like LA and mm-hmm. working in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's something really special about being able... To say, like, I don't need that. Like, this is what I want. Because I know that sometimes I used to also feel I have to be there, even if I didn't want to be there. Mm -hmm. Because, again, if you're not seen in the industry, you're forgotten and all of that stuff. But Mm -hmm. I feel like something that's really interesting, too, that I think all of us have touched on in different ways. There are a lot of people in the industry who are big into spirituality. And just mm-hmm. in their own ways, and like mm-hmm. we talked about this, Jamie, like Drake raps about it. We know that J Lo does affirmations. Like mm-hmm. so there are, yeah, there are a lot of people as well. It's just not publicized. But if you listen to their music, Janae Aiko does a lot yep. of sound healing in her music mm-hmm. with sound bowls. So it's like there, it's there. You only notice it if you're awake like absolutely yeah. when was that moment for you that you felt this spiritual confidence right because it's a difference between ego and that spiritual confidence like you're owning here I go person again you're owning your shit you're owning who you are when was that moment for you
1: honestly I've been doing this like I said for like eight years and it wasn't up until like top of this year that I was like solid confident like okay you can't rock me, like I'm good here. That's how long yes. it took. It wasn't until like top of this year.
0: was there like a story behind yeah. it? What was the moment? what yeah, what made it you realize?
1: I think it was just when I was doing Super Bowl. I was there for a whole month, and you it, there was so many dancers, and you're in rehearsal every single day for eight to ten hours with so many different energies. and it was the first time that I was like, wow I'm like so solid in my energy I'm not being influenced by all these other energy and I could just feel myself be so solid oh, you know that I would do before like you're around so many dancers everybody has different energy and you're traveling with them and people want to do this and they feel like you should do it with them like all of that I was like trying to be strong but I would fail sometimes but this was the first time that I was like I'm good here and solid
0: Yes, I'm solid. I'm solid. Yes. Amen. Yes. So this podcast, as you know, is about curiosity. Someone who's starting to wake up. What's the best advice would you give someone that is just curious about spirituality?
1: First of all, I think if you're curious about spirituality, there's a reason why you're curious about it. So follow that curiosity wherever it may lead you wherever it may be. You. If you have an idea to pick up a book, or if you have an idea to listen to a podcast, or if you come across someone that catches your interest, run there and see what there is there for you. Because that is why you're curious because, and it's meant to lead you to these places. So follow your curiosity. And I just think like, do your research. There's so much information available out there. Anything that catches your interest, just dive in a little bit more.
0: That's so good. I love that. So (laughs) you are officially diving into another career venture Mm
1: -hmm. as
0: a spiritual coach. Can Mm -hmm. you tell us a little bit? I know you mentioned you specialize in (laughs) personal development, self-love, which is a big one. So give Mm -hmm. us a little more info on that.
1: Okay. So as I've been doing this work on myself for years, at a certain point, I knew that I was Meant to do this work, like I was meant to have this life because I meant to heal myself of all these things so that I can help others heal. I knew this somewhere in the middle of those eight years. I knew this, I just didn't know what that would look like or when I would get past the fear to actually do it. Or I didn't know, but I knew eventually that was my calling, and so I just kept doing the work on myself until I kind of just wait for my intuition to tell me what to do and when to do it. So It was actually during quarantine. I came to Miami to quarantine with my family and I didn't have dance. I didn't have distractions. I just had me and myself and my journal and meditation and I was just going ham. (laughs) And I went in on myself and I like, that's where I realized I think it's time to do it. And my intuition was like, girl, it's time. Like you've been doing the work. You did the work. You have all the tools, all the answers. Trust yourself and just do it. You don't have dance. What are you afraid of? Just do it. A lot of people
0: don't realize that when you tap into your inner truth, it's where you find your purpose, mm-hmm. right? Because sometimes we're just trying to live out for everyone else, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. If our audience wanted to get in touch with you, and what exactly is your coaching program?
1: So it's not super duper specific. Like on my flyer, for example, or on my website, if you go to book a session with me and I explain it, I call it the glow up. <laughs> I explain it in a way, I just like help people get out of their own way. We're so conditioned to think a certain way and we have so many fears that are blocking us from living the life that we want. So I kind of just take each person and their individual story and their journey. And I just look at like the fears and the lies that they're telling themselves and transform those thoughts to thoughts that are going to help you live the life that you want. So everyone kind of comes to me with a different thing. And I kind of just give them whatever tools I feel like would best help them for what it is that they're going through, you know, for whatever blocks they come to me with.
0: That's super dope. That's amazing.
1: We need more teachers.
0: And I think oh. our favorite Gabby Bernstein says this all the time that mm-hmm. we need more teachers. Yes. that looks like us mm-hmm. and, and more teachers <laughs> that look like us and come from our backgrounds and all different industries. So I think that This is really special. Something that we're really excited about as well, kind of jumping into this space of teaching is one, the healing people, because we know that just sharing, just like you sharing your blog post helped me and Mm -hmm. helped me open up to speak about this. And so we're all going to help people, which is a big part of it, but we're also diversifying the space, which is really important too, and a kind of a mission of our podcast and what we're doing out here is we really want to show people that spirituality doesn't look a certain way. You can be Cuban, Venezuelan, Dominican, Puerto Rican, Chinese, Jamaican. You could be
1: purple, um, elf. an elf. It doesn't matter. Like, no, I struggled for a little bit because I'm like, how are people going to take me serious when I'm like twerking on stage with Taiga, dropping into a slit? And then I'm like, Namaste, right? <laughs> right? I really that duality. That yeah, I struggled with that for a little bit. I'm like, there's no way people are going to take me serious. And then I eventually owned it because I realized that I am going to be a bridge for people who feel like spirituality is too woo woo and We're out sure. mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to be a bridge to like. Bridge the gap. Show them that you can be this and you can be that. Don't put me in a box.
0: Yeah, right. Non-judgment I, zone. I call I it the agree. non-judgment zone. It doesn't judge anyone. It like doesn't it. Or I mean, anyone.
1: I felt you, that way. You want to be spiritual and you want to drop into a slit on stage by all means.
0: Yes. And I felt that way all the time when I took like five months off and went on my personal sabbatical right before <laughs> all of this and went to Eat, Pray, love through Bali with Angelina here. And I was going, Yeah, I was doing like hour and a half meditation classes and going to all these places all around LA. And I was like, no one looks like me. And then I, I for a second questioned this and I'm like, is this not for me? I you was know? <laughs> like I was like, am I not supposed to be here? Do I not belong yes. here? But then yes. I was like no, like it's all ages, it's all races, there's mm-hmm. everyone. And so we're going to show that to people that you can relate to me, maybe you can relate to Angelina, maybe it's Jamie, there's someone for all of
1: us. Yeah. There's someone for everyone, exactly. And that's why I think everyone should live their truth. And if you feel like you want to be a teacher of this, be a teacher because someone may connect to you, but may not connect to me or whoever connects to me may not connect to you. And that's why we need just more people. more
0: exactly. exactly. Really quickly, because I'm, Part of spirituality is living your best self, right? Mm-hmm. And living your best self, you get to manifest really cool things in life. And that's when people don't realize because you're no longer looking at someone else's blessings thinking that's what you want. Mm-hmm. You really are going into your inner truth and figure out what I like. Mm-hmm. Tell me when is the last time you manifested something Ooh, amazing? Good question. Good question.
1: <laughs> we're like, Honestly, I think that this new career I manifested for myself. I like go through these like manifesting processes where I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have a sit down with myself, with God, with the universe, write it down on paper. What are my new affirmations? I'm gonna say them to myself every day. And I like go in the zone, you know, I put my head down and go in the zone. And I did that with this career. I'm like, I want to be a life coach, a spiritual teacher. I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna do it, but I want it. And I want it to look like this and I want these types of clients and I want to make this amount of money and I want to reach people and all the things. I wrote it down and I didn't know how the fuck I was going to get there, but I put my head down and then here I am. Yes. I don't if, if it happens. We don't need to know the details. And we're so happy
0: that you're here. Yes. You, you and look what happens. Everything is ordained order. Thank you for sharing that. So that is with your coaching career. I know, I know I've known you that you, you're such an amazing dancer. And I think it all meant to lead you to this very path. Is there anything you've ever manifested that you didn't even know you were manifesting? Because I think we're all manifestors in some shape or form in your dancing career.
1: Yes, absolutely. The last job that I booked before the pandemic happened was actually my dream job. When people would ask me, like, what's your dream job? What is like the job you would want to do? And I would say, this job. But in the back of my mind, there was like, I always felt like they wouldn't book me for it. Anyways, it's Major Laser. I don't know if you know who they are, but they're like, awesome <laughs> and they have six dancers called the laser gals. and they're so dope and they're so fun and like they on stage they like have they like twerk on stage and they have they're always performing at different festivals around the world and i just wanted to be a laser girl it's so bad like so bad and i would say it all the time to people i'm like i just want to be a laser girl i don't know if they'll ever pick me but i just want to be a laser girl and then right after super bowl Literally, the day after Super Bowl, I got an email that was like, hi, they're having a private audition for Major Lazer in two days. Like, can you make it? I was like, can I make it? I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> I flew back to LA the next day, I had the audition, and I booked it. I booked it. <gasps> mm-hmm. But I never got to do a show because COVID, but, but I booked but it. But you, you did it. You booked, booked it. it. you that booked it. You booked it. amazing. As for years, I was telling everyone that I wanted this job, that it was my dream job, and I did it. That is so freaking amazing.
0: cool. Yes. I feel so inspired. I'm so like, up right now. I just want to just yes. write everything down
1: and just- Write it all down. I'm yeah. So-
0: yeah, people don't understand the power of really tapping into the spirituality because besides of finding your shit, finding your shit, just owning your shit and really saying yes to life, and you. you also get to manifest things that are supposed to be for you. When I would say no one can take away what belongs to you. Okay. But the problem is that we're going after things that are not yes. that are not meant for you.
1: Yeah. Or you're going after things that are meant for you, but you have like all these like limiting beliefs that like can have it. Mm-hmm. So you never manifest it for yourself. Yep. If we just knew how powerful we were and how we could literally have anything we want, game over. Dropping gems.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, Jamie, it's such an honor to have you here. Yeah. Well, I'm so grateful that you took the time to be part of our show and to share your story with us. We always close out our show with a quote. And so I'd ask you as the show producer, <laughs> if you would like to close out our show for us today with a quote for everyone listening.
1: Yes, My favorite quote is short and sweet, but just like everything is connected to everything, attached to nothing. I love this. Connection is healthy. Attachments are toxic. And you want to be connected to everything, people, places, experiences, nature, but you want to be attached to nothing. If it goes, let it go. If it comes, let it come.
0: Yes. Oh, Jamie, what do you say after that shit? (laughs) Thank you. Because that is one of my favorite quotes. Mm-hmm. And I live by it, live by it. Because so easily to attach ourselves to things, and I attach our identity absolutely mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: to things. And when it's taken away, you feel like yeah. your whole life and there's things and yeah, and and that's not your identity. I am that I am is my identity, right? It's beautiful. Yeah. Give us your information. So oh yes, uh, well we'll throw it in the bottom of the show notes too. But tell everyone about your website, your social handles, everything.
1: Cool. You can find me social media at james lee in the number four you can go to my website which is www.jamieleeruiz.com sending you lots of love and light we'll see you next week